Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm reunited with my good friend Adrian Webber. In this podcast, we talk about current trends, articles, mindset, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity. Adrian, it's uh, a pleasure to have you back on the podcast again. How are you doing? Adam, great to be here again. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's uh, it's great. Great to see you again. Yeah, no, you too. You're welcome. And um, yeah, the thing is what I like about, you know, our kind of like relationship as friends is that when we do on a podcast, we can kind of go anywhere with it. We talk about, you know, lots of different things. And yeah. um, I thought today, you know, we've been kind of sharing articles to one another that like current trends and things that are in the news, um, you know, to kind of touch base on them and talk about them. Yeah. Um, so I will, I will different, the different first... format today, kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's different, a different uh, flow. So yeah. <laughs> let's do it. People who are listening, Adam, I've lost you. You've turned, um, you've turned your volume down. There you go. All right. Press the one button. All right. Um, so <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> yeah, Zoom. All right. Okay. Doc, uh, web URL. All right. So um, people who are listening, I'm going onto my documents on my phone to get the web URL to paste into Zoom. That's why we can't see you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So copy the first one. I'm going back. It's the first time for everything, isn't it? Um, this is great. This is live. This is how, you know, yeah, this is how it works. This is how it works, kids. <laughs> Watch so, and learn. Here we go. Can you see that? Yeah, so, that's perfect. Especially this is, on my super widescreen computer. Right, this so, is looking nice. Sci- seven scientifically proven benefits of gratitude that will motivate you to give thanks year-round. So, um, Interesting. And this is in Forbes magazine. Also yes. interesting. So it's pretty, pretty um, legit. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I, I just like the I like the headline straight away. The headline grabbed me um, yeah. because it, it it mentions one of the most fundamental and important words there is in in uh, the English lexicon, which is gratitude. And um, the fact that, you know, there are benefits from showing gratitude and giving gratitude is, um, well, it, it's nice to see this in Forbes magazine of all places, because you might f expect to find, especially since it says scientifically, you might expect to find this article in New Scientist. But the fact yeah. it's in Forbes, well, that shows it's, uh, it's filtering down to where it needs to be, which is, uh, you know, in, in the sort of business arena. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, a lot of kind of business people I've been hearing, you know, mention gratitude and have been talking about it uh, for quite some time. Yeah. Um, um, like, like gratitude lists I've heard a lot about. And it says here, gratitude opens the door to more relationships. Not only does saying thank you constitute good manners, but showing appreciation can help you win new friends, according to a 2014 study published in Emotion. Yeah. The study found that thanking a new acquaintance make the, makes them more likely to seek an ongoing relationship. So it just shows you, doesn't it? Like, um, well, it's the small things, and and there's a there's a small element of sadness with me reading this because uh, maybe it's my age coming through as well. Y you know, we never used to have to have this sort of told. This this never used to be. This, this didn't need to be written about before quite like this to tell people, you know what? It's a good idea to say thank you now and again. Um, it, it used to be part of everyday life. It was how you were brought up. It was how you were educated, both at school, but more, I think, more prevalently uh, at home in, in the family circle. You were, you were taught manners. And, and a big part of that was, was saying thank you to people. Mm. And... I suppose my sadness comes from realizing that here we are in the 21st century and life has changed massively beyond recognition um, within, you know, within two decades that people mm. don't live in the same uh, family nucleuses anymore. So they're not learning the same way um, some of us older people learned uh, to do what appears to us to be basic common sense things mm. um and, and and that's that's a little sad but i on ironically or, or should i say um sort of i am grateful showing gratitude that you know you are able to read about these sort of things um mm. on, on on the internet in this day and age because it's so important it's so important and people take for granted how as it says here how important two little words like thank you um mm. how powerful those words are and you're yeah. right i mean i mean the article's right it um it, it's the it's the premise for starting a relationship you know you, you could be two strangers and then mm. someone simply says thank you and it almost there's a, there's a bond straight away mm. you've shown gratitude to another human being and that, that just lays the most basic of foundations between two people. Yeah, it's, it's that acceptance, isn't it? And it's, um, you know, affirming to them that, you know, you, you get them and, you, you know, you care. And I think it definitely connects that, you know, gains that rapport, doesn't it, as well? Well, and exactly. I think yeah. Saying thank you is, um, I mean, if we, if, we, if we look at it a lot deeper than, than just simply saying two words, um, it, it, you're actually 
um, how can I put it? You are sort of, I don't want to use the, 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 the phrase bowing down because you're not bowing down. But what I mean is that you are, you're, in, in being grateful, you are showing somebody else that you are not on the same level. You are putting yourself slightly below them because you're saying thank you for doing whatever it is that they have just done for you. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's really important. I think, you know, even with the small things, isn't it? Um, Humility was the word I was looking for. Humility, you're, you're, yeah. You're showing humility. And for a lot of people this day and age, I, know, I mean, it's, it's been throughout time, what am I talking about? But it just feels like in this day and age that there, there's less of it. I, I, yeah. I, I, I hasten to say it just feels like, I'm not saying it is, it's not a fact. It, mm, it, just, no, yeah. it just feels that way sometimes. You think, oh, no one, no one seems to be grateful. No one says thank you. No, one, no one's showing any humility. No, nobody's humble. Everybody's aggressive. Everybody's mm. taking everything for granted. So it, it, it feels that way. And so when someone does say thank you, it can take you take you by surprise yeah no I, I agree and i think like i was talking to someone recently and uh, they was having you know work problems um and they were saying you know i'm putting all this work in and you know uh the managers and the bosses aren't really kind of kind of saying oh good job or anything like mm. that and i, I was mm. like well those kind of people you know not all kind of managers are like that but no. some people no. like to see results they're just you know they're there to see you do your job and if they've not got the humility or the mm. um that empathy or that interest yeah. in you as a person and what you're doing yeah then they're not going to be kind of asking those questions or talking to you in well, that well, way it's cultivating um, it's, it's cultivating um not only the relationship between the manager and and, and the employee to use your example it, 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 it's it's also encouraging when you're telling somebody especially an employee if you're a manager or a line manager or whatever and you say thank you you are you're encouraging you're mm. saying, like, like, like I said before, even if you're a, you're a person with a higher promotion or, or a higher level, you're still showing humility in saying mm. that I'm grateful for what you've done for me or done mm. for the company or however you want to look at it. Mm. And here's the important thing. You're acknowledging what they've done. Yeah. You are that acknowledging that you understand that they have worked uh, or an, a, a particularly hard, shall we say, or, or mm. have done something particularly well, and that you have noticed it. Mm. Because especially for, from an employee perspective, when a manager says, you know, thank you, you know, I, I, I saw what you did today, and, um, you know, it really made a lot of difference. Mm. And, and to show to, 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 to know that someone has shown interest in you, or, or your work, mm. um, it really means a lot because we all go through life thinking no one really cares. We're living in an apathetic society. Um, we're, we're just working for a faceless business, faceless company, faceless institution, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I'm just going to do my eight hours or my 10 hours or my 12 hours and go home and no one cares. Hmm. So when that does happen, when someone says, especially a manager, says thank you you know um good work mm. Mm. It, it it really it's just two words like i said at the beginning and, yeah. and it, it can change everything I, you know it, it's 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 so important yeah well i guess I, why it's in forbes magazine yeah i mean i i agree and i think it's really important because i've worked in jobs and it's like i've worked in managers who haven't said thank you and when you have when you're with a manager or a boss who says thank you it really kind of boosts you and you want to you know keep on working there it can be the make or break 
sometimes between leaving and staying in a place. And uh, it's a bit I like know. a carrot before a horse. I mean, that sounds really sort of Machiavellian, is it? But it, it's not <laughs> meant to be that way. It's not. I'm working for the thank you. But it does encourage you to carry on working at that level, at that pace, or, or, or you know, it, it can it, it encourages you to work like that again because mm. you think somebody actually cared enough about my work. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely, definitely a good point. I mean, like yeah. you, I, I've I've worked. I remember. I, I'm not going to obviously say mm. who I worked for, but I, I worked for yeah. one particular industry, and it wasn't me actually. It was a colleague of mine who said to the manager sort of mm. off the cuff a thank you would be nice mm. and i remember like the whole office just like looking going uh-oh what's going to happen here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> run for cover yeah. um the manager just turned around and said um you're just doing your job y you know you haven't th this is what you're paid to do so why should you be thanked you knew what you signed up to do. You're doing what, what you're told to do. So thank you doesn't even come into it. Mm. And, you know, I really thought, wow, what a way to alienate people. What a way to uh, look, you know, ha have that perspective on, on, on life, business relationships, encouragement. It doesn't come. I mean, I think I've just read it there uh, further down a couple of paragraphs. Don't worry about it now, but we'll, we'll come to it in a minute. But it doesn't cost anything. So mm. why not say it? Mm. Yeah, it's it it's literally doesn't cost anything. It's absolutely yeah. free to say it. It's, um, it's pretty. And, and yet people people don't feel the need to, to, to say it more often. I understand that you don't want to just just flippantly use it and not mm. mean it, which mm. I think is good, which is why we probably don't hear it enough. Mm. I hope that that people are very careful with it and they only use it when they really really mean it I, yeah I, I i just wish there was more reason to hear it i wish people mm. said wow you know i see people all around me working really hard and i say thank you every day i mean i hope that people remember to be thankful uh every day for food on the table mm. you know for a roof over their head for a for a pillow for a, for a duvet on their mm. bed um so we should remember to say thank you mm. no it's, it's definitely important isn't it? i think like you said that guy said you know you had to do a job and don't need to say thank you but i think as a person you know i think it's important just to say thank you you know regardless because you know it's that that empathy and that humility isn't it that kind of comes mm. through and you know and you're going to get a more efficient workforce by saying good job and thank you so you know why not you're definitely going to get more, a more encouraged workforce. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it says here, number two, gratitude improves physical health. Grateful people experience fewer aches and pains and they report feeling healthier than other people. According to a 2012 study published in Personality and Individual Differences, not surprisingly, grateful people are also more likely to take care of their health. They exercise more often and more likely to attend regular checkups with their doctors which is likely to contribute to further longevity. Mm. I think I think that is very very true. Um, it, 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 we we could maybe even expand it because I don't think it, it's solely um, oh. in the remit of gratitude that all of that in number in in, in um, yeah section number two talks about it, it. It's it's basically being happy mm. uh, and what generates happiness. Gratitude um, supports 
the feeling of happiness. Mm. It's probably one of the most uh, easiest way to, 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 to instill happiness in, in, a, in another person. Mm. Um, if you're looking to do that, is, is to, to you know, say thank you meaningfully um, with a smile and um, you know, change somebody's outlook for the mm. whole day. Yeah, but, oh, but yeah, it, 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 it's trying to make somebody happy, mm. and that in turn, happiness, as we all know, um, plays a huge, if not essential, part in in physical health. Uh, physical health, and in, in fact, even number three, psychological health. Yeah, all of this, anything that's positive, surprise, mm. surprise, is going to have a, a positive knock-on effect. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's like it says gratitude improves psychological health. It reduces a multitude of toxic emotions ranging from envy, resentment, frustration, regret. Robert A. Emmons, PhD, a leading gratitude researcher, has conducted multiple studies on the link between gratitude and well-being. His research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. So I mm. suppose, you know, you're looking at the things that you have got as opposed to things that you haven't got. So you're not going to have that kind of stress in your system i suppose from that yeah um, which i think is really important for mm. um all of us as i mm. just said um if you can remember to think of the positives mm. there are so many negatives i mean they're, they're, they're just so far far too easy to, for us to reach out and and and, and complain about them mm. whether it's the weather your manager your the work you do generally Mm. um we could go on and on your neighbors you know people on the road <laughs> yeah the government yeah there's a, yeah there's a massive <laughs> massive list well it's a, it's a never-ending list of things to complain about things to feel negative about and things to feel ultimately depressed about mm. so yes. how do we combat that because thinking about those things is just going to just wear on us it's going to wear mm. us down it's going to get us into depression very easily so the the, the, the by far the easiest thing to do is is think of the positives and and mm. be grateful for those positives. Mm. I think especially now with you know things happening in the world, um, mm -hmm. you know, like gratitude is pretty key as well. Um, yeah. Says gratitude enhances empathy, and reduces uh, aggression. Um, grateful people sleep better. Writing yeah. in a gratitude journal improves sleep, according to two thousand eleven study applied published in applied psychology. Um, health and well-being spend just 15 minutes jotting down a few grateful sentiments before bed and you may mm. sleep better and longer i wonder if there's something uh, I, I i'm sure i read it i, I it wasn't recently that's why my memory is yeah. hazy about it but yeah, i'm yeah. sure we could put into google about mm. uh, a similar article by i don't know who scientifically done about people who have a belief a faith and particularly for the article i think it was about people who pray yeah and when i say pray i don't mean pray for something but who who pray and are grateful when they're praying you know mm. thank you to whatever god that that, that that people believe in and say thank you and it was there was a similar result i remember reading that those people uh end up sleeping better just being generally happier mm -hmm. yeah no, and there's it's... definitely something in it yeah there's there's definitely something in it i mean i think it's, it's like your perspective isn't it you know by looking at your things that you you have got and yeah thanks for that isn't it yeah well it's, it's like the basic faith. laws of attraction mm. whatever you dwell on 
is going to become you. Mm. Your thoughts will eventually become reality. So if you're having a lot of negative thoughts, guess what? You know, your life is going to be filled with a lot of um, negativity in general. Mm. I, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm not a, a fluffy person. I don't say we should just all go around uh, living our life and just being happy, clappy, and it's all going to be all right. No, uh, but there needs to be balance, which I don't think we, I think, I think we struggle mm. balancing our lives to, to, to bring more um, positivity into them. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's true. And I think like there's so much happening and people, mm. their focus is all, you know, all over the place and they, you know, it's, it's overwhelm, isn't it? I mean, the, the news, the social media, and it's like, how the hell do you cope, you know, and everything that's happening? You have to kind of find a way to cope, don't I th- you? I think, that's, I think that word you used, Adam, is spot on, overwhelm. And I think there's a lot of burnout because people are overwhelmed and the trouble is they can't they can't see it coming they just know that they're feeling depressed and they're not quite sure why they know they're feeling burned out lethargic tired exhausted and they don't know why and i think what you know the list you just gave there is is pretty much part and parcel of of the reasons there's just too much going on there's too much choice which sounds a terrible thing to say because, yeah. you know, why can't we have all the choice? Well, we can, but can our brains actually deal with it? Mm. Um, look, look at look at social media. Look how many platforms there are to to to, to be a part of, to mm. uh, to be involved with. Mm. It's it's just almost it's laughable. It's ridiculous. You think, well, I have to get up and I've got to post on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, do some zooms and the tiktok (laughs) uh, all before i've had my breakfast and it's it's a bit much yeah i i try and stick to like i like instagram and i like linkedin yeah and i i never really use snapchat anymore i think that's i have friends who use it i talk to that's about it but i mean i'll probably do linkedin and instagram and with my Instagram, I can just press the share to. Yeah. And I literally just copy that link to Twitter. I don't engage yeah. and, and look at Twitter because it takes too much. It can take a lot of time. Um, but there is a lot of choice. And I think, you know, like it goes back to caveman times. We're not really designed, are we, to. No. We're living in this world where, you know, we're. We are, you can adapt and do it, but we're not specifically designed to. No. Uh, and, I, and I think just quickly on that. Yeah, we can adapt. We, I mean, we were talking before you press record. We were talking about you know uh, self discipline and, and making our bodies wake up at ridiculous hours, which we can do. Um, mm. But there's always a cost. Mm. There's always a cost to everything we do, and like you just said, so we, we can do all those things. We, we we can be on Instagram and and Facebook and Snapchat and LinkedIn and and everything else and and Twitter. But what's the cost? And that comes back to the cost that people are starting to feel overwhelmed. Mm. It's like, yeah, you can do it, but you're going to find yourself tired, irritable, short, short span attention wise. Is that a consequence that, that, that you want? Mm. And, and I think that people really have to um, make some tough decisions in terms of um, what's important to them. Mm. Is it important being 
you know, ahead of the pack, knowing everything that's going on every second of the day, um, having to cultivate fans potentially. Mm. Yeah, you know, if, if it works for you and, and you're fine with it at the moment, then I think that's great. But I mm. think people have to be careful. As I said, I think it just sneaks up on people without them realizing until someone says, you know what, you're getting really snappy lately. You're getting, and you're also looking tired and, and you're getting irritable and, mm. you know, and you have to think about, well, what is it that I'm doing that mm. is perhaps causing me to, to, to be like this? Yeah, and nice. and that's it comes back to exactly what we're talking about about being grateful and mm. we have to really be quite disciplined with ourselves and quite serious about well how important is this in my life mm. if i'm not on all these platforms at least eight hours a day um how negative will that be to my life mm. or will it actually do me some good to put them on on the back shelf for a little while and go and get some me time some quiet time some alone time perhaps and and think about all the things that i'm grateful for yeah no it's a really good it's a really good point i think people should you know look into it and think about it because it's kind of like, I, i've cut know, my, i've cut down my i mean i used to be yeah. i only talk about things that i've had personal experiences of yeah and i i was like that i was on linkedin almost 24 hours if i could have done 24 i would have done 24 hours yeah you know i i was literally waking up with linkedin and going to bed with linkedin mm. um and that became my life for, for a considerable chunk of of, of my time of my life mm. um and i i had to i had to go cold turkey i had to just completely disassociate myself from it mm. uh, because i was becoming addicted to it and yeah something you just said earlier when you write something when, when when you do a you you write a post or, or an article and then you get lots of feedback and then you have mm. to engage with the feedback and there's more time that, that not only is that time that is preciously gone from you because you want to choose the right words and that you've got to choose to interact correctly with people um and secondly if 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 a response to something you've done on linkedin or social media in general isn't the, what you wanted, isn't what you expected, then that's going to have an effect on you. And we, we, we've seen this and, and it, it's been scientifically seen that people react terribly. They, they, feel, they, they feel very sort of personally violated when people yeah. write things on, on, on social media about them or to them. And that then has knock-on effects. And I think that yeah. is, is really, really... Um, I think really it's dangerous. We read mm. things and we take things very personally. I mean, look at all the bullying that's, that's ever taken place. Um, you read about it in schools, mm. causing children to take their own lives because of something that's been said online. Yeah. Um, it really hurts when you read something that someone else, because in, in, in our minds, when we read something that people have actually put, I was going to say put pen to paper. We, we're not living in that era anymore, but, but mm. put their, their fingers on a keyboard and, and yeah. written back to you. It means that they've read something that you've, you've written, part of your hard work perhaps, mm. and they've taken some time negatively to criticise it. And that mm. makes people feel terrible. Mm. And, and then that has a knock-on effect where you feel depressed, you feel deflated, and, you know, this isn't healthy. 
then you don't sleep because you're thinking about it. You're thinking about why they said those things. And then you're thinking about whether those things are true. Then you're thinking about ways that you can seek revenge. And you, you know, you're yeah. looking for, for, for a plot to, 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 to look at their articles and, and posts and, and pull them apart. All yeah, of these it's... things are slowly destroying your time. They're taking away your time and your very important life. Mm. Yeah, and, it's... and that's why we need to focus more on being grateful and less time on the negatives. Mm. No, that's a really good point. And I think it's kind of the nature of the beast in some ways, isn't it? If you're not careful with social media, like it's, it's like, you know, how do you react and you, you know, are you going to ignore it? Are you going to react? Are you going to um, reply and say a certain thing in response? There's, I had a guy on YouTube ridicule me on my podcast and he said, mm. Oh, you're not meant, you're not meant to be driving your car whilst doing a video. And I was like, and for like half an hour, I was like pissed off because I was like, how has he got time to like think and say that you have to just try and disengage from it. And it can be difficult sometimes, yeah. especially you don't know what's happening in someone else's day or, or in your day. You could have had a, had a bad day. Someone says something yeah. and then you just explode on them. And Absolutely. then it's in black and white. And Been there, like, oh, done gosh. that. Yeah, I'm yeah. guilty of it. Been there, uh, done that. Yeah, same. Absolutely. So... Yeah, it's just that balance, isn't it? It's that, it's that balance, really. Yeah, and, and, and again, that's why I, I, I use the phrase self-discipline. We have to know ourselves. I, I think that's one of the first things that we all need to do as human beings is to try and find out who we are as people, what our triggers are. Hmm. Um, like you said about that that person who, who sort of wrote to you and then you sort of went off the deep end almost. Yeah. And then we have to we have to sort of talk to ourselves about going back to what I said about five minutes earlier. Mm. Is this is this something that we're interested in doing? Is writing things on platforms on, on social platforms? Is this something we can handle? Is this something we can cope with? And if we discover or if we figure out that actually it's not, then that's fine, and and we should we should make our peace with that. Um, or if we think, yeah, we, I, I can handle all, all, all the hatred and the negativity and the criticism that comes my way. That's good too. But don't mm. forget that won't last forever. Your, your resilience will change. Yeah. So I think we have to really be looking introvert, um, intrinsically at ourselves mm. um, and internally almost and, and always sort of giving ourselves a, a self-diagnosis how are you today are you okay you're right mm. you think you're up for, for writing something on, on social media are you ready for the criticism that it that, that mm. might ensue and if you're not then don't it's really simple yeah. if you're not yeah. in a good place don't i mean the just like you i was just it just came to my, my head about the, the feeling you get when someone's written something <laughs> especially yeah. on, on linkedin for, for me linkedin was was, was my um achilles hill um and cocaine all in one and it was um so, so somebody wrote back and i was so incensed i was so angry i could feel sort of the blood burning through my body and, and i just was attacking the keyboard and then luckily uh like a bolt from the blue just 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 something just almost like a voice in your head just says you know what everything you've just written before you press send just delete it all yeah. I've written this absolutely vitriolic response. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it was pure poison, um, and it was witty, and I was I was quite proud of it, and I, I was going to let, let him have it both barrels. 
And then something said, you know what? It's just not worth it. It's just yeah. because all that's going to happen is you're just going to escalate the war. You're yeah. not ending the war. It's not like you're dropping a bomb on it. All that you're doing is, is um, he's going to fire back and then you're going to fire back in and it will carry on like, like a hundred years war. So what's the point? Yeah. And I thought, yeah, you know what? I, I, I got it off my chest. I'd written it. It was in, in the little speech bubble ready to go. So I felt like I had written it. I felt like it had been sent. I felt like the other person had read it and yeah. then I just deleted it. And I just, I just ignored it after that. And it was good that I was in that frame of mind. If I hadn't had that sort of, um, I don't know, that, that sort of light bulb moment, I don't know the mess I could have got myself into. Um, so this is why we, we, we need to really know ourselves, know our triggers, know what does trigger us, mm. and also decide, as I said, whether it's the right thing for us to be involved with. I've mm. decided uh, less and less, I mean, at the beginning of, of my time with LinkedIn and social media in general, loved it. And mm. I thought it was great. It's like being on stage because yeah. you're literally putting yourself out there and there are thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of people watching, listening to you. Uh, but you don't know any one of them could be just throwing rotten tomatoes at you because they just don't like you mm. for whatever reason. And if you're not able to handle that, if you're not able, like a comedian, able to handle hecklers, mm. get, off, get off the stage yeah just just yeah. get off the stage don't complain about it don't go oh you know there's people in the audience there who are horrible to me mm. wow guess what that's life welcome to the world mm. if you don't like it get off the stage mm. yeah and i enjoyed it for a while i enjoyed i enjoyed uh heckling the hecklers mm. And I still do, but I, I, I just don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Or, or I do it much, 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 much less. Do it, do uh, it when you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'll just ignore it now. Um, but but I, I go on stage, if you like, less and less and less. And I just... Because you've got to think, well, what's, what's the point? What, what is the reason I'm on stage for? Mm. Uh, is there a perfectly good reason? Or am I simply spouting off just because I like the sound of my own voice? Um, am I simply telling the world my opinion? Does the world need to know my opinion about this thing? You know, like if you've ever read any particular newspaper, I'm going to say the Daily Mail, but other newspapers are available. Um, where, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> people used to say, I only read the Daily Mail to read the comments. <laughs> and I used to be one of those people because <laughs> you get the funniest comments after the actual news article and then you read yeah. all the comments afterwards. Oh, and the, and the thing online. Yeah. yeah, online. Sorry, the, the the Daily Mail online. As I said, other newspapers are available, but but that that was the one to read the comments. Uh, and you used to see sometimes people say people would actually write in 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 the responses. I'm only yeah. here to read the comments because some of the comments were so comedic, vitriolic, sarcastic. You, you know, you saw everything there. The the, the comment section was just it was a zoo, mm. and. You then ask yourself, well, who are these people that are just writing these opinions mm. based on the article? Who cares what your opinion is? We all have opinions. Does, does the world need to know every single person's opinion about this article or about this particular subject? No. Yeah. So unless you are ready for potentially hugely negative and critical responses to your response or to your opinion just don't enter into it yeah it's 
it's definitely a minefield, isn't it? I, I, um, I'm very careful what I post and what I write because I also know I've got a following and yeah. I could put something and someone, you know, like, you know, like when you're doing podcasts, I mean, a lot yeah. of people follow you and you could put something and, it, you know, it's like in the media, people stop following you. So you have to yeah. be very careful, you know, what you put. But I, I, um, I, I rarely use Facebook. I had a lot of problems with Facebook at school. Mm. You know, with the people I was, some people I was in the group with, yeah, um, arguments, my, you know, things said about my family, yeah, arguing back on Facebook, going to school, having you know fights, and it would mm. just like blow up from social media, and you couldn't, you can't really escape it. So, it's, I, but, I but that's just it. It's it. social, and this is the problem. And I think that we've become numb to this fact, and it is a fact that social media is. The word is social, meaning it's public. It's in the public domain, more or less. We've got some control over how you know how many other people can view what not only we're putting on, but what other people are putting on about us. But bottom line, it, it's in the public domain. Do you want you know, like my mummy said, do you want your dirty laundry put out in public? So you know, no. Yeah. So then, why you know why go there if it's going to cause you feelings of of negativity yeah and stress I think, um I, I hardly use facebook at all now um, I think, for similar reasons because people find you they befriend you and then maybe someone from like you said school days is going to say something a bit cheeky something a bit that you think oh, you know don't want people who i work with to to know that fact or, or to hear that or anything like that yeah it's uh it's it's it's, it's a minefield as you said yeah, and I think Twitter is definitely like that. I, I don't even post. I don't post. I posted one thing on Twitter or Facebook, and I got like loads of people triggered. And yeah. I was like, I, I just observe it now. And oh, I'm like, oh, that's happening. I'm um, the same. I, but... <laughs> I, I found out the hard way. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not a young spring chicken. And, and I started uh, Twittering about a year and a half ago. Um, and I inadvertently triggered a whole army of people and i i i I was just telling people about my experiences my life experiences people didn't like um what i wrote people didn't like the title i used to 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 introduce myself oh i i got basically it felt like gangs um who were just hammering me and um I, i i deleted my my Twitter account because of it, because I, I got a lot of vitriol. Yeah, it's like baptism by fire, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it was. It's yeah, it was hell. Um, it was hell. I mean, and and I could feel. Um, I think if you are sensitive, uh, it, it can affect it you. It takes effect. And, and when I when I read these responses that I wasn't even remotely prepared for receiving, because I I hadn't intentionally put anything. Um, that I thought would trigger anybody. I was just mm. telling people about my day and, and my life and my circumstances. And it had triggered some people and, and they had friends. And before I knew it, I had about a hundred thousand people just, just sort of attacking me and bullying me. Mm. And I thought, wow, I, I can't deal with this. So I just, yeah. I just deleted my account. Mm. I think, I think you have to kind of come to a limit or stage, don't you, where you're like enough's enough and you need to just, get to that place sometimes so I, I started playing with them to begin with because I, I that that's that's my um that's my default setting 
mm. you know, I started attacking them back and, and, but doing it in a certain way. So I was sarcastic and, and just mm. generally, um, you know, undermining. And they didn't like that either because I was using really, really low wit, as you might say, really sarcasm. <laughs> and, and, and that just was, I was, I was an idiot there. Cause yeah, I'm just basically uh, poking a bear with a, with a, with a sharp stick. Yeah. Um, so that didn't help my cause. Yeah, no, I learned to just leave it alone now. Like you, I'm on Twitter mm. again, different handle, different name, but mm. I, I'm just an observer more and, and I simply um, support other people who mm. uh, say the sort of things that, that I like. Yeah, no, so it's all it's all relevant experience and lessons in it that you can kind of take forward. Um, yeah. And as, as well, like I, I've got this other article here and um, it's very, it's very, very different to anything that I've ever talked about or brought okay. up. But, so this is a new, a new thing. It's, I, I find it really interesting, but uh, this is, um, oh, what's not available? What happened there? Um, oh, I see it about the mysterious monolith. Yes. Can you can you see it on Zoom? Um, I can see that you've got the the web page not available. Um, okay, one second. Okay, well, we can just talk about it. And if yeah, well, you can to, just look at it. Just do a quick Google search while you're on um, sharing your screen. Oh, I can do it here. And um, because I think that there's uh, there's been quite a few of them. There's um, there's one in the US. There's another one in the US now. I think is it in California or San Francisco, somewhere like that. I think I've typed that wrong. Just just type mysterious monolith into Google and see what comes up. Can you search? Can can I search Google? Yeah, go back. Yeah, just just share your Google page, your home page or whatever, your landing page. Okay, one second. Um, show me. I'm wondering if I can do it. If um, okay, so I'm just going to find an image of it and screenshot it. Or yeah. So, if people are listening, I'm just going to find this image. Um, yeah, because they they found one in in uh, in Utah. Yeah, that was that was the original one. And then I've then they found one in Romania. Yeah. Did they find you see they found another one in um yeah, I'll just if you want, I can share oh no, I can't share my screen with you unless you because you're the host. Okay, but, um, I I'm gonna find the picture for it. Um yeah, if you if you allow me to share my screen, then I can show you what I found. Can can I do you have to request to do yeah, it says host is disabled participant screen sharing. So okay, one minute. Meeting settings. So yeah, I've got my phone, so it's a bit fiddly. Um, no, <laughs> never mind. I mean, what I'll do, I'll, I'll quickly find this picture. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put it in the things, people. Uh, okay. Sorry, people listening. I'm on my phone and I'm just, it's not straightforward compared <laughs> to a computer. Um, right, photo, photos. Mono, just put monolith. It'll come so, up definitely because it's so it's such a, 
a hot topic right now. So, so that's that's the image there. Can you you can see that? Can't yeah, you? I can see that. Yeah, that's the one that was in Utah. That's it. There you go. Artist group takes. I didn't even know that. So it shows you how. Oh, so they've taken credit for it. it. Yeah, artist group takes credit for mysterious Utah, but it just says for mysterious Utah monolith. But what about all the others? Because as I'm looking up right now. Um, uh, there was one on a Californian mountaintop. Right. And there's now one in Romania. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, so isn't it? Because... Yeah, I mean, did this artist group, you know, fly around the world just plonking these things all over the place? Or have they got friends who've got access to exactly the same, uh, you know, artistic materials to build the same thing? Mm. Um because I'm looking at the pictures of the all three side by side, the one in Utah, California, and Romania. And I've got to say, even though it's a photograph, they all look identical. Mm. So if you're going to build one of these things in different parts of the world, then you're going to have, this, have to have the same schematics, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely interesting. Let me just screen share the screen. So mysterious. There it is. I just saw Utah or something. And I'll just delete that. Yeah. Christine Group tears down mysterious. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the website I'm on, on the Guardian one. Yeah. So some people clearly were triggered by it. Um Yeah, it's um it's definitely strange. Group of men, young person. I, 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 I understand why they were triggered um, by putting myself, you know, imagining how it, some people feel that uh, we're living in some very unusual times, to, to mm. say the very least. And um, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're concerned that, that we're getting, you know, those people who, who, who feel very strongly about Christian values feel that we are potentially being um, sidetracked. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that was the case here. I mean, it was simply a, a, an artwork installation. Um, there wasn't any think, religion. There was no religious aspect to it. Would you, I, I thought it was aliens to begin with. I was like, I kind of want part of me I, wanted I to be I hoped it was, because, you know, that would be, you know, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, when, I, I don't know what the, this thing is made of, but if it was that easy that we could tear it down, then clearly. Um, yeah, it's probably, yeah. It's, it's, probably it's, it's being debunked. Yeah, I, th I think, I think it, pr I would probably agree that it, um, it was um, a group of artists. Uh, mm -hmm. um, just trying to, you know, get some publicity and get people talking and to, you know, instill something interesting for people to talk about other than coronavirus, the economy. It's great. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, I like I like seeing like you know different articles on different things. Um, I think there, were, you know, we we've shared a few things, but you know, with uh, you know, I don't I won't go too much into politics, but no, yeah. You, sh you shared one where it said only high-profile people and business people can can fly. Oh yeah. Um, oh, we should you know, do a whole. We should do a whole. Um, 
a whole talk on that on another one yeah yeah but uh, <laughs> that that's insane and there's one i think is it you sent me i think yeah you sent me this one where it's uh sorry my dogs are barking yeah i thought it was my dog actually she's actually yeah. been very quiet <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no it's not working um but it was the the one was where is it meat oh, is now yeah let's, the meat has been absolutely. grown absolutely i mean we could talk about these topics all night and and i think we should do separate topics on all of them because i yeah. think there's there's a lot of um a lot of a lot of ground to cover in terms mm. of how people feel about what's happening in the news right now yeah um I, I mean, one article I read just before I came on, on with you was about um, riots in Paris. All right. Which I haven't actually seen on a lot of mainstream news, but um, I, I go to, like you, I, I, I mm. scan the web for, for a lot of different news sites. And uh, I didn't know if you, you were aware that they're rioting in Paris right now because of a law that was about to be introduced, and I believe it's just been rewritten um reworded potentially erased the law was um that you weren't going to be allowed to photograph or video a police officer and as you can imagine you know we're, we're barely um you know we're, we're, we're barely 2020 we've been talking about police brutality um about George Floyd and things like that. And, and so I thought that really only months after that, this was probably a extremely, extremely bad timing um, yeah. on the part of um, the president Macron of France to, to have decided or, or thought it'd be a good idea to bring this law in. Um, so that's, that sparked riots. Good luck um, doing that in uh in, in the states. Well, yeah, I don't uh, think that, that, I, <laughs> you know I I, that, I, 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 I may say a few things about the states, but one thing I don't think that they're that that would never yeah they they wouldn't do anything like that 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 would be yeah it's it's crazy isn't ludicrous. it ludicrous it's the thing is it kind of comes to that point of like power isn't it like police have a certain amount of power over people. Um, well, no, it comes down. Uh, I, I, I was going to say, it comes down to to, to the, the flip of that word. It comes down to freedom. Yeah. Um, we, I'm a firm believer that we have to have the freedom to to observe, to witness, mm. to bear witness, to record mm. um, things in the public domain. Yeah, out, out on the streets. I mean, we, we we are told by our own law here in the UK that we we need to accept the fact that we are being recorded. When we're, I mean, I think it, it stands for a reason. Surveying. I think there's a fact that we are the the most surveilled one of, but we were the most surveilled city on on London certainly yeah. uh, on the planet, and we have to accept the fact that we are under surveillance. Um, mm. So we shouldn't be shocked or angered or, or feel the need to to seek legal advice for being on camera. Therefore, it stands to reason we can also video someone else in that same public arena in the streets mm. because everyone knows they're on camera anyway. So what does one extra camera on, on the back of a phone, um, you know, what, what does that do? Yeah. If someone then turns around and says, you know, I'm going to make it law that no citizen can take a photograph or, or a video recording of um, a member of the public civil service. Mm. 
doing their duty, then you know that's going to cause some questions, some yeah. anger issues. Oh, absolutely, because people say, "Well, hang on, you can you can film me, but I can't film you." How is that fair? Mm. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting, and I think that you know, like when I went to London to do my course and coaching, mm. you know, there's there's cameras everywhere on the tube. There's uh, it's cameras on bus, you know, even on buses and vans going by. Half yeah. of them have got CCTV on, and I think, yeah. I think since terrorism and these kind of things, it's just increased because you know they need to see what's going on. But well, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully like 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 most people, I have I, I have two feelings, two completely different feelings about the whole yeah. thing. I love it and I hate it. Yeah, same. Um, I feel sad that we need it. Mm. Um. I don't see it as an infringement so much of my of my civil liberty. I f- I do feel a little bit more secure because of it, but at the, at the same time, um, I just f- there, there's something kind of eerie, yeah. something cold about a camera yeah. just recording you. Um, it's a bit like just somebody just staring. If you've ever been on the tube or on a bus, and you can just imagine someone just staring at you for your whole journey. Mm. It's, it's kind of creepy. Um, yeah. But you know it's there for your benefit, you know, mm, when it works. Um, I always preferred the idea, and I know I'm going back because of my age, I prefer more people, um, either police officers or some form of security officers, who were always there, that you could always mm. see. And you'd always think, well, you know, if there's anything happens or I feel afraid, I can always mm. call on that person. You can't do that with a camera. The camera is simply recording. It's mm. not there to help you per se. Mm. You can't say, hey, camera, you know, uh, someone's being attacked. Can you do something? It's just there. It's just quietly recording. And that's all it's doing. It's just, it literally is the silent witness. Yeah. And so that side of me says, well, the camera really isn't enough. Mm. It's, it's that kind of monitoring, isn't it? And I think like, there's that, that crazy video that you, you sent me. And it was that guy who, I don't know how he's done it. But he he had a program or even a public yeah, website. Yeah, he's, he's not. I know, can... Although I sent you that 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 clip of that guy, he's he's that was just one of, of many I, I've come across on uh, on TikTok. Yeah, um, and I've actually known about this for, for for many years anyway. That there are websites you can go to that you can find that you can access. That in turn, those websites will um, wire you in to access other people's webcams, uh, street webcams, you know, anything like that. Yeah, door, yeah, the, the ring doorbells, uh, because the the security of those things is so weak, if mm. if any. And that's another creepy thing, is the yeah. fact that, that we feel like we can be watched at any time by anyone. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's unsettling. I'm 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 not I'm not yeah, yeah. in the mood about it no, to say the no. least. I mean, the fact that the phones are never off. Yeah, most people tell you, you know, even if you switch your mobile phone off, it's still on, hmm. in some capacity. Yeah, and uh, yeah, going back to 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 to, to right to the beginning of our, our conversation tonight, which was about being overwhelmed, hmm. stress leading to depression, all that. I think we've got to draw a line about, well, uh, to be aware is one thing. To let yeah. it affect you is, is another. And you have to decide 
to try and, and reconcile with yourself. Look, I know all these things that I'm not happy about, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it control it's, my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it's that, it's that balance, isn't it? It's kind of like, you know, uh, knowing it's there, paying attention to it, you know, for a certain amount of time and then, you know, enough's enough now kind of thing. It's like yeah. kind of, out of your control isn't it and yeah I, i've seen i've seen tons of documentaries and i've seen videos on youtube um i just got i kind of you know kind of got this curiosity you know around these kind of things that we talk about because mm. I, I find you know it is quite interesting um but you have to be quite balanced with that and i think you can't be overwhelmed by it. you kind of have to see it you know but then yeah. not let it but there's there's things i see articles about you know like dark web and um things like that and it's like a lot of people don't understand what it is mm. you know and that, that's even a thing but like i said you you don't want to overwhelm yourself with it you know see it okay it's there yeah that's yeah. going on and i think like you know with 2020 in the world and you know this year i think a lot of people have you know i like to think a lot more people are more mindful now you know i, I certainly hope so you know? um let's think but, i certainly hope so it's, it's hard to tell, uh, you know, most of us are still in some form of lockdown, even if, even if we are going to work, we, we're still not seeing mm. a, the same amount of people that we did before. Um, so it, it, sometimes it's hard to tell whether people are being more mindful. Um, I, think, I think mindfulness is only 50% of the solution because... Mm, all right, I'm, I'm going to be blunt. Mindfulness is, is a selfish act. You are being mindful for yourself. Mm. You're, okay, you're being grateful. You're looking at every, everything in, in great detail and, and, and really feeling it and being in the moment, which is great. It, it, it's a great way to calm somebody's nerves. It's a great way to feel grateful. It's a great way to feel connected. Um, but that's as far as it goes. Mm. Um we have to be more than mindful when we are in a community or in a society. Uh, we have to care about the other person. Mm. Um, so not just being mindful for ourselves. I don't know what, what, what new phrase that might be, but we have to be mindful for others. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, just, we just need to care more. Um, mm. And that's, I find that is going to be even harder than being if people finding being mindful is complicated caring about someone else is mm. really hard because people are not going to be like you they're going to have completely different opinions to you mm. maybe they'll, they'll they'll want to argue with you and you've still got to care about that person mm. how do we do that mm. how i mean look look on, on a large scale look at what's happened in the USA and could, and is potentially happening all around the world in every country on this planet. But you know, the USA being the country that it is, is, is in our news more than any other, but it feels like they're, they came to the brink of a civil war because, you know, the country is torn between two political parties. Mm. Can you still care about someone, even though you support one, party and maybe your friends or your relatives even your family may support another party the, mm. the opposite party to you you still have to care about them 
And yeah, that's, what I, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm feeling. And I hope that I'm wrong about my feelings, that I feel that we're becoming very tribal. I've said this to you off air many times, yeah, yeah. that, that it, it, I feel that we're entering a period of, of tribalism where we're drawing a line in the sand and, yes, and we're saying, this is everything I believe in and I'm going to fight to the death for it. Mm. And if you're on the other side of that line, that's your problem and woe betide you because, you know, I'm going to fight for what's mine. And I don't know where this has come from. This has just come out of the blue. This, is, yeah. this seems to be something that just, just arrived at the beginning of 2020. And yeah. um, I, we need to stop that before it goes any further. We need to start saying, okay, yeah, these are things I believe in, but I'm prepared to expand my mind to try and perceive the world through your eyes for a little bit. And who knows, maybe I could be wrong and um you know let's let's still be friends yeah i, no, I, 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 I just feel at this time in in, in the world's history we're, we're, we're nowhere near that yeah I, th I think they're really good points and I, I and i agree and i think like especially with politics and especially now i think with this vaccine situation i mean i won't go too much on about it because like i said it's another podcast yeah. but you know there's there's that pro vaccine and then not pro vaccine and it's like there's some people i know who want the vaccine and it's like you say, "Oh, I'm not," and then they kick off because you're yeah, not. What, yeah, like, that's it. But they kick like, off. Whoa, Why does it have hey. to kick off? Why does it have to kick off? Yeah. It's because people are, are, seem to be so passionate these days. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, but we need to control that passion. Passion that's just a loose cannon is dangerous to everybody. Um, we've got to learn to control um the passion because passion is power mm. but a power you know power without control is nothing it, it's a very dangerous weapon um yeah. why do we have to kick off because we disagree that's that's something i'm interested in i'm interested in it from my own perspective because i do it i have done it and i'm trying i try really hard every time i get into an argument i try to sort of almost create the voice in my head it's like Pinocchio with, with Jiminy Cricket. I almost create this Jiminy <laughs> Cricket saying, you know, why are you behaving like this? Mm. Why yeah. can't you open your mind? Why can't you lower your voice and just talk normally and not get angry and, 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 and not see the red mist? And this is something I'm interested mm. in, why we all can't collectively do this. Look at look at when after the vote for Brexit happened. I mean, almost overnight, families were just yeah. at each other's throats. You know, especially if you had three generations living under one roof. Mm. And then, you know, I remember hearing. I know it was a few years ago now, but I remember hearing people sort of saying, you know, I I can't wait for the older generation to die off. You know, everything's their fault and stuff like that. And I'm thinking. Wow, you know what? What country do I live in? I, I would never have heard people in, in in England talking like this. You know why? Why are we being so acidic to one another? Where's this hatred come from? And has this hatred come from something else? Has it come from going again back to the beginning of our conversation? Has it come to our lifestyles, mm. the work we do, the hours we do? Uh, and the fact we feel compelled to be on social media so much. I don't know. I, I don't have the answer. It's just question after question. But whatever it is, we, we again, going right back to the beginning, we, we, we need yeah. to take our foot off, off, off the, the anger pedal and we need to 
we need to be more grateful for the things that we have. Mm. And um, that, as, as the Forbes article said, it, it, it will help calm us down. If yeah. we realize, well, you know, how important really is this? Should I not just mm. think, well, I'm alive. Uh, for the most part, I have my health as bad as it may be, but I'm, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing and, and, you know, I'm able to function. And, and these are, these are the small things that we should all be grateful for. Mm. Yeah. Instead we take not, them for granted. We take far too much for granted. I think far, far, far too much for granted. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think it's, it's a really good point. And I think it all kind of comes back to that kind of gratitude, doesn't it? Um, Cause that kind of cuts through everything else in it kind of grounds you and it makes you realize and think is is this worth it you know look at what i've got and what i have and, and everything else happening kind of out of your control isn't it as well mm-hmm. um it, it's, it's definitely something that's helped me this year you know just those little tiny take a few moments just to be grateful you know um yeah there, there's a lot i could complain about trust me i, I could go yeah. on all night i could write you a list right now of everything that i'm unhappy with in my life Mm. that I'm angry with in my life, um, mm. that I hate in my life. Mm. Um, I could moan with the best of them. Mm. Um, I could feel sorry for myself with the best of them. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we have to flip that. Yeah, yeah. Not because, because oh, it's because, you know, you're, you're, you're too weak. You don't want to change anything. You know, having all that anger will, will, will bring about change. No, it might not. And it, one thing it definitely will, as that Forbes article uh, sort of alluded to, it, it will probably end up shortening your life, all that anger, all that rage, all that mm. you know, negativity. It's not good for us. Yeah. I was, I was talking to someone the other day and I was regretful over something. Um, won't mention it, who it is, mm. but uh, I was talking to them and I was saying, that's in the past and it's, it's been in gone and mm-hmm. if that would have happened then this could have happened and mm-hmm. then you won't have what you have now kind of thing. yeah um but i think regardless of sometimes someone saying oh look at it from this way that's kind of come from that person doesn't mm. some you know it's a very personal thing um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong per se with looking back and saying well because of how somebody interacted with me for example yeah uh, that caused the problem that I have now. It's what you do with that information. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we could all do that. I'm not alone in that. I, I, I could, I could say, well, you know, mm. certain things have happened in my life because of this person or this event, and I could, and I have been in the past bitter about it. Mm. I prefer to. I still know. I still have that information. Yeah but I don't want to dwell on it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's it, isn't it? It's like, you know, you have, you've got that, but, you know, from dwelling on it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a bit like the old adage about forgive and forget. And some people say, well, I can, I can forgive, but I can't forget. And that's fine. Hmm. No one's asking you to suddenly have a, a lobotomy and pretend it never happened. You know, we're saying, yeah, you know that happened or you know that person did something to you. Hmm. You've got that information. That information is a fact that fact will never change mm. but it's what you do with that information it's what you do with that fact are you going to act on it and if you're going to act upon it with rage and anger and bitterness then uh, yeah it's a human thing to do i've done it 
Mm. Um, but you know, there's another saying that, that 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 being angry at someone is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. Mm. Mm. The only person it's going to hurt really, really, is yourself. Mm. So have that information. Know that information. Know that. Well, you know, my situation, if it's true. Um, is there a direct result of, of, of this person's actions or, or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. But but don't spend the rest of your days on, on this planet just charting out uh, a revenge path, you know. Mm. Um, that's going back to social media. Mm. Me losing, me not sleeping a wink all night thinking how I'm going to get this person back on LinkedIn, you know. It's, it, it's great, I've <laughs> just lost eight hours sleep. Um, I'm going to be terrible at work the next morning. Um, I'm probably going to get, you know, make a mistake and then get fired all because of this one thing. Mm. When I could have just accepted it, that doesn't mean I'm settling. Yeah, I still think that that person's an idiot. <laughs> you can think that. <laughs> <laughs> but but you, just move, you just say, okay, I've got that information and now I'm just moving on. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're only human, aren't we? And we do react and we do, we do, we can't, you know, we just yeah. like it's okay, like it's okay to not be okay. And, you know, we, you know, we, it's, we can't be like robots and, no. you know what I mean? We're not okay all the time. And that's no, life, we're not. Isn't it? It's kind of like addressing where you're at. Yeah, okay. Is that, so, you know, it's like, is that, is that serving my purpose? Um, you know, we, it's like that seesaw, isn't it? You know, it's like that up and down. And that's, yeah. There, kind of I, you know, I, I, I would never want to be preachy about anything because I haven't figured it out. All I know is from my experience, mm, these are the yeah. things I talk about. And it doesn't mean that I have um, excelled in, in, in them in any way or that I perfected them in any way because I haven't. Mm. I'm still going through my journey. I'm still yeah. making a lot of mistakes. Um, yeah. But realizing it is the first step yeah uh and so i i woke up a few years ago if you like and realized that, that a lot of the problems in my own life were because of this person mm. so i just thought you know whereas before it's so easy as you said it's human yeah i mean i still do it you, you blame somebody else you blame something else you blame the government you blame the economy you blame brexit you blame whatever yeah but we have to find place for us somewhere in all that matrix of of of, of mm. the equation of, of that's making us unhappy that we have some responsibility in that mm. yeah yeah so you I make a list all... of all the things that are annoying me you know oh it's you know it's the economy it's people wearing masks it's people not wearing masks it's people not indicating when they're going round a roundabout it, you know it, it's 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 <laughs> yeah people walking in the road and you know not paying any attention okay that's five things and the sixth thing should be it's also me mm. We have to include ourselves in that list. And yeah. to not do that is not only extremely arrogant, mm. um, but it's just simply incorrect. Mm. It's it's so true, isn't it? And I think that's a really powerful point. And it made me think back, um, are you okay for time? I know. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I know you work early. Um, I... I won't be too long, but uh, I, I watched a documentary called Minimalism. Have you seen it before? No, but I'm I'm already interested because I I'm yeah. quite a minimalist myself. <laughs> so so yeah, so these these <laughs> it's these two guys in America, and they basically I won't go too much into it, but they 
they talk about you know how why people buy things and consume things mm. and they change their life uh through kind of selling most of the things they had yeah and they stripped it all back and it, I know it's different to what we're talking about, but it's kind of like, you know, they, they took responsibility, you know, of their lives and looked at yeah. what's going on and stripped everything back. And I think it's, you know, what we're talking about. Yeah. Stripping those layers back, isn't it? You know, it's okay to blame it on this and that, but ultimately it's always as a person, isn't it? Yeah. As you said. Like, so, but no, definitely check it out. I will do. I definitely will. I love stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's hard. It's It's hard for us to... It, it, as you said, we're human, and it, it's very hard for us to do these things because the, the the human instinct is is there to to tell us that it's someone else's fault for our our own unhappiness. Mm. And I'm not denying that that, that that's true. Um, I, I could blame a lot of my own personal unhappiness on on a lot of other people and a lot of other um, just just things in in life, mm. things especially that I disagree with that I have no control over, but I can change my perception to how I think and feel about those people and those things. Mm. And people, I know, because I, I was one of them. I, when I used to hear that, it's like, oh God, I hate hearing people that say this sort of thing. Um, because it's like, you're, you're just settling. You're just settling. Mm. Uh, no, I'm, I'm here to leave that because I, I I've tried it myself and I'm not settling. Those things still annoy me. Those people still annoy me. Um, they still irritate me. I'm still very angry with a lot of things going on in the world. But I won't let them have power over how I sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. I want to sleep well. So guess what? I'm going to. I'm not going to let those things bother me. I'm not going to let those things eat away in my mind. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they've won. Yeah. I don't want them to win, so they're not going to. They're still out there. It's still very annoying, very irritating, very frustrating. Life is still hard, but I'm not going to let it win. Yeah. I may, that may not suddenly make me a millionaire overnight. I may not be the most successful person in the world. Mm. That's not what life is about. It's about mm. being grateful for the little things that you have. And they're not little. That's where we've got our, we've got, we've got the binoculars turned around the wrong way. You know, we're, mm. we're seeing things in the wrong perspectives. We're seeing having a million followers followers on Instagram or, or social media as being the thing that's important mm. rather than the fact that, you know, hey, I've got a roof over my head or, or someone's paying for the central heating in a house that I don't, you know, I don't pay for. Mm, mm, mm. That's not a small thing. Uh, yeah. There are some people who every year are going to die from the cold. Yeah, I was. And if you're living in a house with heating that potentially you're not paying for, you need to be grateful to the person who is paying that bill. Mm. No, that's a really good point. And it, it definitely, like I said, you know, through traveling, like I think I think it's all important what you're saying is one, I agree. And it makes me think about to when I went to uh, New York and mm. me, I think I told you uh, a while ago and we, my friend, we, we was in this apartment. It wasn't very good. It wasn't a very good area. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, we moved and we had to uh, go through streets in New York to get this hotel that we booked. Mm. And some of these streets, this is like 11 o'clock at night, mm. and some of the streets we cut through, there were like homeless people in boxes. Mm -hmm. And this is in January when it was like minus 15, yeah. minus 17. And it just really, I'll never forget it, it just really made me you know feel 
I felt really sorry for those people because mm. you know I wanted to help those people, but mm-hmm. you know it's and um, yeah, it's good it's that you have the empathy for it. To. Yeah, yeah, and it just makes you you know realize that there are people out there who are homeless on the streets who are in and in, in like you know we're in a, a warm house so that yeah. we we're always used to it, so we kind of take it for granted at times. So it's that's it. That's it. You just said it. You hit the nail right on the head. We're used to it, and when you become used to it. You become um, blind to it. Mm. When you become used to somebody or something, you, you become numb to it. Mm. And that, I think, is, is such an important thing to, to be aware of and to shake yourself out of the numbness and think, you know, look around yourself, be mindful. Mm. Absolutely. But be grateful and think, wow, look at this. Look what I have. And I'm really grateful for it. And I shouldn't let someone's comment worry me or I shouldn't let somebody at work, you know, get to me because I'm really grateful for these things that I have. Yeah, I mean, these days, you know, I mean, as you just said, I, I've been up to London many, many times. I've, I've just lived just outside London. So it's, it's my backyard anyway. But you see people just sleeping in the street, especially now when it's so cold. Yeah. And then that, that, that really brings it home to me. Wow, I've got nothing to complain about. Sure, I've got things to complain about, but I've got nothing by comparison to complain about. I should just shut my mouth, be grateful. Um, It's almost like, you know, that U2's, uh, U2 song, the um, Feed the World song. Yeah, yeah. They always bring it out at Christmas. And there's that line, I know it's very contentious, but it just popped into my head where Bono from U2 says, uh, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. And, and that always, that, that really, it's a horrible, it, it, it's a, people don't like that line because it, it's basically a horrible truth. Mm. And, and I like that line for the fact that it, it's cruel, but it's true. It, it, this wasn't just uh, uh, some three-minute pop song. There, there are some really harsh words in that, and and and, and that line is is often how I feel. I, I think, thank God, that's not me. Mm. It's horrible, yeah. in a way, but it's the truth. Yeah. It's how we do feel. We think, thank God, that's not me. I'm glad that's not me. Mm. That's been grateful. I'm so grateful that it isn't me. Mm. The flip side of that is that I need to do something for mm. that other person. As as I was saying to you earlier being mindful yeah, is one yeah. thing caring about someone else yeah exactly is the other half of the equation yeah yeah yeah. it is an equation it is a balance everything in life is a balance look mm. after yourself and look after other people as much as you can mm. yeah no exactly something it's... i just feel we are missing in society mm. no yeah I, I i agree and i think like you said even if you're just doing a little bit of something you know uh, whatever that is. Oh yeah, uh, as I said, I hate to be preaching, and I've yeah. read so many preachy books in my time, um, <laughs> and and I just hate them all. Uh, take away a little bit from all of them, fine, but just do what you can. Mm. I I like uh, you know. Listen to yourself. In- don't don't just listen to like oh this guy in this book told me to do this. The little voice inside your head should be telling you what what's right and what's wrong, and you know you should be feeling it. I think yeah. that's 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 something very important to do. 
like you said, when, when you were in New York and, and you, you just felt so sad for all those people in the street, that's that little voice inside your head. That, that's your conscience. That's, that's your sympathy. That's your empathy starting to wake up and sort of say, wow. Because there are other people who, who don't believe it. I mean, I know you believe it. It's just a phrase, believe it or not, who, yeah. who just walk past those people and, and they don't see them. They're numb to it. As we were saying, you become yeah. blind to it. You see it every day. Yeah, no, it's... We, we, we have to sort of, we have to sort of pinch, keep pinching ourselves to stay awake, to stop being numb. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, I think, you know, they're all important topics on it that people, I think, kind of probably overlook or don't think about until they see it or if they're in that situation themselves and they know from that place. I, yeah. I'm trying to think, I... I've had a few people on my podcast who have been homeless and mm. they, you know, they've changed their life. I'm trying to think, is it, is it Glenn Lundy? Do you know that Glenn Lundy, that speaker? I think he was yes. homeless. And he, um, but sometimes that's the thing. Sometimes people don't think about these things unless they're in that place sometimes, yeah. or, you know, if they have that, that moment where they kind of think, Oh yeah, you know, I feel sorry for that person. So, but no, I, I think, I think, you know, it's definitely important to, think about it you know even if you've made a small efforts isn't it uh as well but i mean as well like for like the podcast you know I, i'm grateful you know to have you as a friend and to have you know to be able, be able to have these these chats and to be able to touch base you know when we can and yeah. uh you know I, it really really means a lot and i'm happy you know we we can do this and it's, it's i think it's important to you know yeah it is important people need to especially now potentially more than ever uh reach out and, and and talk to other people as i said we need we need to we need to broach i mean luckily you you, you and i we're, we're, we're both explorers and mm. our, our, we've got open minds uh it, it comes far easier it's almost natural to us to to question to play around with things but we you know, my hope is that, that people who are very entrenched in their in their in their in their thoughts and very entrenched in, in their um, visions of the world, their perceptions, mm. could reach out to other people and be a little bit more open, more flexible. Yeah, because you know, one of my fears is that if we're if if we're we're living in a world where people are becoming very tribal that we're just going to end up with war because that's all that happens with tribes mm. is um, they eventually go to war with each other because again that blame that we were talking about that that we we, we just as individuals we blame others mm. for our bad luck we blame others for our situation we blame others for a multitude of things now multiply that where a whole tribe of people blame another tribe of people for their problems Mm. where does that leave you eventually to war it's their fault we need to go in there and slaughter them you know we we, we need to we need to step back from that brink mm. yeah it's it kind of goes back doesn't it to uh those very primitive times where it's like kind of seek and destroy isn't it and uh it is that's why i use that word tribal because it, it does feel that we're going backwards the more progressive if you like we're becoming with technology so ironic i feel that we are going more more backwards in the way we act as human beings mm. 
it's almost like the AI is becoming civilized and therefore the humans are becoming less civilized. Mm. And that, that kind of worries me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, I think it's almost like a lot of people, they're so caught up in it. They're not aware of it almost. Um, Correct. I, they're numb. Yeah. And I, I like to have that balance of where I don't use technology or what technology I use and how much. And uh, it is how you use it, isn't it? Uh, mm. But I think there's some technology where you think, okay, that's that's a bit too much, you know? Mm. Like, um, is it that that infamous podcast with Elon Musk and Joe Rogan? And uh, mm-hmm. Elon Musk says, I tried warning these people about AI, but nobody listened. No one mm. wants to know. Well, I'm, 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 I'm basically a, a modern-day Luddite. I'm, I'm very cynical about technology, despite the fact I do use it because I have to. But I, as I've said many times before, and I'll happily say this even in public, is the fact that if another nation, shall we say, was to set off an EMP bomb, I would not be the one crying. Um, I'd be like, hey, hey, you know, we're back, we're back in the Stone Age. Let's let's get on with it. <laughs> downtime <laughs> yeah a bit of downtime let's get that fire let's get that fire going getting the old yeah. <laughs> bit of wood out there <laughs> yeah. get get two get trying to put two pencils yeah. together. <laughs> seriously because because that's how much i i not I, I just do not trust ai or technology i just feel technology in general has not delivered on its promise we were promised way back in the 60s and the 70s that technology was going to free us to pursue whatever it is that us humans wanted to do. And in fact, I just find it's enslaved us. Mm-hmm. It's done the complete opposite. We are glued to these things. And mm-hmm. sometimes not voluntarily, not, not just because of social media, even because of work. So how has that helped us? Yes, I know anybody who's, you know, being a, a lawyer or a barrister on, on behalf of, of AI will come up with a huge thousand point list of how it's helped us. That's great. But it, 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 look at all the, the, the factors that show you clearly that we are, we're not well as a society anymore. Mm. We're not functioning. And I can't obviously completely blame AI, but I do lay a large portion of the blame at its feet. Well, it's like um, I think when it when it starts when AI starts making people's jobs obsolete, I think then that's when you have a problem. Yeah, well, it was. I think I agree, but the irony well, is it was meant to make our jobs obsolete so that we could be free to go and do what we wanted to do. Hmm. And at this point in time, we should be under some form of governance where we are just given some sort of daily salary whether we're working or not working, thanks to AI, so that we can just go and pursue what it is we need to do. Or maybe maybe salaries don't even need to exist anymore. I don't know. That's the whole thing of the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the actual universal credit that's being talked about in Norway, Sweden, and Denmark, and, and those sort of countries where they were going to trial it, where everyone gets really? just a basic salary. Um, whether they work or not, if you didn't want it because you're working and you're earning a good salary, then you just give it back to the government. But people who are not working have a salary and um, they can they can go and do whatever it is that they, they feel they want to do and not worry about, am I still able to pay the bills? I, I mean, that, that's, that's another talk for another show, but I think yeah, that's a yeah. very interesting concept. Mm. Given the times we're living in, 
I wouldn't normally say this is a great idea for any functioning society, but the fact that our jobs are and will continue to be eroded by AI means mm. what are we going to do as human beings? Mm. And yeah. I'll open the gates to all the conspiracy theories because there are a lot that you you could you could then dig up here. But um, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a worrying it's a worrying situation. It's it's an interesting time, isn't it? You know, it's worrying. That, that's as an well. understatement. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worrying, and I think uh, you have to kind of like uh, try and you know, you're trying to find your, your place, and is that job going to be okay in you know five years' time or whatever? You know, because of AI and things like this. Well, I I I, I, um, I would I would I would. I would jump straight in right there, Adam, and say, you can't think like that anymore. Mm. Five years, you don't know what's going to happen in five months. Mm. So again, don't leave sleep worrying about something you've got no control over. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I say that to people you know, during the pandemic, you know, focus on the things you can control, you know, because it's not so it's not worth the stress, is it? Like, is that, is that guy, is it Alex Jones, the guy yeah. who Joe Rogan's had on his yeah, podcast? Yeah, and yeah. like, some of the stuff, like a lot of the stuff he says, it's factual and true. Yeah. And he seems pretty crazy because he's got all this enthusiasm about different topics and stuff. Yeah. But when he was on Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan was, you know, researching everything he was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And it was there in black and white. And yeah. um, is that, you know, because that balance, isn't there? You know, okay, don't try not to let things override you, isn't it? And try and find that balance in between. Like, I, I've got interests, you know, and you've got interests in things in certain things, you know, like the news and articles, but trying to get to the point where, you know, you're not sleeping at night because of things, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like you said earlier about um, we, we, we ignore stuff uh, because we're used to it. Mm. Um, and I think that has been humanity's biggest downfall throughout this throughout the years is that when we get used to something um we take it for granted mm. and when we take it for granted it means that when it's get when it gets taken away from us we don't know how to deal with it because whatever it is that we've had for so long we think is going to be with us for the rest of our lives and it won't money won't be fame and fortune won't be you may have it it can go in a heartbeat what are you going to do then? And I think our biggest failing is the fact that we, we expect everything to last. Relationships, whatever, age, youth. Mm. We have to start being really practical, facing some very cold, hard truths that things are simply not going to be the way they always were. Mm. Um, and I just looking around, uh, you know, I just see that people, I don't think people are ready to deal with that. They always want to stay. It seems like a lot of people are, you know, in, and it's only my, my perception. A lot of people are very immature. They, they want to stay 17 their whole lives. I understand that. I actually have a friend who, who suffers with um, nostalgia. I mean, properly, he, he lives in the past and it's, it's really sad because uh, he's he's restricted. He can't live um, really in, in today's life because he doesn't want to. 
So he he lives life every day like it's the 1990s. And although he's fine, he's sort of living in, in, in this sort of artificial bubble that he himself has created, but he can't face things. And I think that's a danger for all of us to, to take some warning from. We have to face things. Mm. Um, and we have to learn to overcome them, the things that are coming, that, that may be coming for us. I hope they don't. But, but we have to learn to adapt and survive. It's what we do is what we have done as humans in the past. Mm. In, in the recent sort of modern centuries, we've, we've monocoddled ourselves in, in, in cotton wool. You know, we, we, we've just got used to things and just thought, oh, it'll always be this good because this is what progress feels like. But as we're starting to learn and we're learning really fast, especially in this year, that, that progress has an ugly side to it. And it, it means that we may not always uh, live the life that we thought we would. Mm. Yeah, no, I think, I think like I said, we need to be aware to our surroundings and what's going on in the world. Uh, and it, it makes me think in a, in a philosophical way where, is it Joe Rogan on one of his podcasts? So I, so I keep calling Joe Rogan. Um, but uh, he said, you know, not, not, not too long ago, we were cavemen. And we couldn't yeah. really communicate. And he's like, yeah. what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like, how how the hell do we go from being in a cave hunting animals to being able to talk to flying jets and planes? And it's crazy. You have, it is crazy. You it, know, it, it, the evolution like, how, is, how, is crazy. It's like how how did we how, where was that spark, that 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 catalyst for the for us to just shift? And I mean, I'm not saying that it's it's bad. It's pretty amazing, but it's pretty like it's know, it's, what, a, it's, it's, it's a superpower. You know, if you th- if you want to think about it in in some crazy term, it's a superpower, and it, you can quote any 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 superpower movie, any superhero movie you like, because they've got these sort of analogies in them anyway. I think Spider Man says, you know, with great response uh, with uh, great power comes great responsibility, and I think that's a great one for humanity mm. in general. And we do have this power, the fact that our mind evolved and, and we can evolve to do anything. We can adapt and we can survive. But my God, where, where, you know, where are we right now today? You know, what are we adapting to? What are we surviving to? We're still just shopping on Amazon and, and you know, getting our, our, our food sent to us by, by truck and, and watching hours upon hours of Netflix. Wow. You know, we've really evolved really well, haven't we? Mm. It's like, come on. We, we should be stronger than this. We're Absolutely. actually weakening ourselves. I'm guilty of it too. That's why I know, but it's just thing I've had this awareness. It's like, mm. you know, how I'm living isn't right. Mm. And I, I want to be ready for, for, for any eventuality that, that could happen to us at any time. Mm. I want to be stronger than this physically, mm. mentally. Yeah, no, it's... Where's all this Definitely. potential gone? Where's the potential that, that, that we have? Mm. We're just wasting our, our, our time just on, on social media, TikTok, Facebook. Oh, you know, I'm going to put a selfie on there. Is, is, this, is this your potential? Is this everything you've got to give back to the human race, to society, to your community? Yeah, no, it's... It definitely makes you think, doesn't it? And it does, it's... it's uh... It's important that you know we address these things and think about these things. I see that on social media sometimes, and I'm like, 
someone's got like, I don't know, 500 likes on something. I'm like, really? I'm like, I like, used to be really? like that. You remember like, we had this chat about LinkedIn. You know, some people just yeah. write what they had for breakfast and they get half a million likes. I'll write something about, about, you know, male depression and suicide and I'll get, I'm lucky if I get five likes and, and mm. used to bother me, used to really bother me. But then you realize, well, I, 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 I did some fact diving and, and, and realized that there's an algorithm at work, which I can't beat. Um, well, you can, but you've got to really get into it. Um, and I couldn't be bothered to give it the time. So I, I just live with it. It's fine. Yeah, Someone yeah, yeah. somewhere that needs to hear it or see it will see it. Mm. Yeah that's that that's that's the best way to see and i think like you know with my podcast like i've got a, a new host now captivating it's really good and you yeah. can click on the map and you can see who listens where and it's amazing yeah. um but i i don't i'm not one of those people who seek likes i don't seek um you know numbers and listeners i'm like well yeah. it's it's who listens i'm not i'm not i'm putting out content because i love it yeah exactly i want you know it's providing value I'm not trying to attain a certain uh, number of followers or likes or listeners. No. I'm just, you know, and I think it's that kind of, you have to reach that kind of point, don't you? If you reach five people, that's still five people. And they may be the most important five people ever. Yeah. And that's how we have to start looking at things. We've been looking at things and I find this is a really Neanderthal way of looking at life is we look at things depending on size and I thought we'd grown up. I thought we had evolved out of that. Mm. This is one of the bad, mostly negative things, I think, for our Neanderthal minds that we have we have kept is the fact we judge everything on its size. You've got a thousand followers, you must be successful. Why? You must have something important to say because you've got thousands. Why? I know people mm. with, with thousands of followers who've got nothing important to say. Well, in my, in my mm. perspective anyway. <laughs> they certainly don't speak to me and just say, well, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, I I appreciate people who, you know, they, they put in work and they provide value. And that's, yeah. you know, like I, I I hit like, I think recently a thousand and fifty something followers on Instagram. But I, I've, I've not, do you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I'm still the same person. I still yeah. look at things. I'm not one of these people are like oh i've got a thousand followers in it boosts my ego no i'm not one of these kind of people but i think some people are like that some people are like that but it, it's not the way i don't think as you mm. said um and i you know I, I i show gratitude and i'm grateful and i'll put posts and i'll say i'm grateful for you know xyz my people and yeah and you've got to ha- you've got to come to that place because if, if you've got all those followers and you're not grateful and you're not saying thank you, then you're probably going to lose that. I mean, people are like, all oh. and, and it's that yin and yang, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's that definitely yin and yang and what you give out, you get back. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's important. But I think as well, like, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I just want to so, like, you know, to, to kind of round up, like, I'm grateful, you know, that we can have these chats, Adrian. And, Absolutely. Um, I, I don't want to keep you because I know, I know you. I got, I, yeah, I, I was up at half three this morning, so if we <laughs> forgive the huge suitcases <laughs> under my eyes. Yeah. And by the way, that wasn't that wasn't voluntary being up at three thirty either. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but um, but no, I'm really I'm really grateful for your time. I'm really grateful uh, to be able to have these chats. I'm grateful for our relationship. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you too, Adam. I mean, you know, you've invited me over and over and over again, and um, it, it's it's a joy for me to be. I promise you, it's just great yeah. to be on on your show. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's a mixture of. Um, you know, by talking to, it's, it's therapeutic there, I'll just say it bluntly. Mm. It's a bit like therapy. It's very cathartic. Yeah. No, um, no, and I, just, I hope someone can get, you know, even tiny little piece of value out, out, out of it because mm. then you feel like you're, you're, you're playing it forward. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And people can find you on which which platform do you use uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess really the best really really if i'm honest is linkedin at the email, moment. email. Hey, oh, <laughs> write me a letter write me a send me a postcard <laughs> you, you, you can fax adrian at uh, 235 dash <laughs> <laughs> you may joke but we in this house there was a fax machine up until very very recently <laughs> good old good old days good old days but yeah no um linkedin is is, is a good place to 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 get hold of me at okay, the moment awesome. so yeah yeah no awesome but uh i'll put in your details um again in the description and uh i, I wish you I, you know i hope you have a nice christmas and you know i wish you all the best i'll speak to you before then but yeah, yeah. definitely um yeah, definitely adam thank you very much no no mate. you're welcome mate. i'll uh, i'll speak to you best. soon no doubt yeah you take, take care mate Bye. Hi. I'd like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, please email me also at the same email address, thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care. Hi, I just thought I'd uh, make this announcement that I'm looking for someone to sponsor my podcast. If you would like to sponsor my podcast, um, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also looking for, you know, people who want to advertise their content on my podcast as well also. Um, You know, we can talk more about it on a Zoom call or, you know, like a WhatsApp call or something. Um, you know, into the kind of um, deeper side of like, you know, how much it's going to cost and this kind of thing. But I'm looking for people, you know, who have a business or a product or a website or, you know, something that they kind of want to promote. I'm happy to promote that on my podcast and I will do a pre-roll, mid-roll, end-roll. So I'll, you know, 
talk about what your product is and where people can find it, how much it is, and you know, deals and this kind of thing. So if you have a product or know anyone that has a product that they, you know, want to put out there and they want to gain more traction, please, please, please email me at the podcast at gmail.com. Um, even if it's an app, you know, you have an app that people are creating, um, a website, a pod, you know, or, or another podcast, uh, please get in touch and let me know and I'll be happy to uh, look into it and promote it on my show. But uh, yeah, you know where to find me at the podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.